All right, uh, let's get back uh, to some Las Vegas talk here and talk uh, about the Rebels, uh, victorious last night. We'll talk uh, the latest with the Raiders as well, too, with our good friend over at 8 News Now, not yesterday, not later, no, not later, 8 News Now. Now. That's right. See, that's my, I I just came up with that, Chris. You like that? Chris Matthews, ladies and gentlemen. You know, oh, you know when Chris Matthews is on? Immediately. Now. 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 (laughs) I love it. What's going on with your immediacy? Immediate. Yeah. No, no waiting. We're going to do it right this second. That's right, man. When you're on, we're going to go immediately. <laughs> we, hey, Chris, we just need that deep, that deep television voice or the radio voice that says, we need Chris Matthews now. Hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a day, huh? What a day. We're waiting and waiting, waiting patiently, waiting for Mark Davis to announce the uh, hiring of Antonio Pierce. And that's got to be, and Champ Kelly, I, both of them, you know, obviously will be announced at the same time. It's got to be in the next day or so, right? So, uh, Chris, are you just saying that we have just now just dismissed all other candidates here? And you're saying it is, we're now on the Antonio Pierce watch that, you know, you've got, you got your camera crews outside of Mark Davis's, uh, <laughs> uh, mansion or outside the Raiders facility just waiting and, and it's time to well, go now. Let me tell you, let me just tell you this. Now is the time to do it. Right. Let's do it now. Right. No, I just, I, I just think it's, you know what, now, now is probably the time. Let's, you know, you've, you've done your, your interviews. You've, you've done what you're supposed to do through league rules. Rooney rule, Frazier, all the, all the rules are done and taken care of. Now it's the time to hire the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I, I, by the way, I talked to Art Shell today. Oh, great. And, uh, we've got a real cool piece coming up with the, with the Black History Month on Art Shell, as you know, the, first black coach hired in the modern era in the NFL and just the great stories that he has, how he heard from Al at midnight. Hey, Art, you awake? It's midnight. Let me, uh, Hey, I want you to be the head coach. What? Now go back to sleep. And he hangs up. <laughs> uh, so that'll be, that'll be fun. But yeah, Art still talked a little bit about uh, Antonio Davis. He almost kind of has a similar, uh, you know, I obviously was back in the '80s, so it's much different in that sense. But he has kind of a similar role in terms of interim to head coach, Antonio interim to head coach. Right. He always wanted to be a coach, and and you know, just sponged up everything from all these, you know, from John Madden and Tom Flores, anybody he could talk to about uh, what it would be and what it would take to be a head coach, kind of like Antonio Pierce. So right. he has some things to say about Pierce, but. Uh, yeah, we're gonna put a put a cool piece together with Art Shell coming up for this special that we have with uh, Black History Month in in uh, February. And when will that air? I believe it's going to air sometime in the fall. It's you know, first week of February, sometime. Good, good. All right. Well, so, yeah, that'll be a that'll be a fun piece. So, also another cool piece that I'm doing with this Black History Month special that we have, and is there is a group, the Valley View Golf Club, that was formed like 50 years ago here in Las Vegas. All African-American golfers, they get together, they play, you know, once a month at a certain course around town. This week, they're going to be at a, the, the, the Chimera Golf Course out on the way to Lake Las Vegas, and hmm. about 16 of them play, and there's been some people that have been playing forever, and it's just, so that's going to be kind of a fun little piece, too, the history of how all that started back in the day, and when, uh, you know, there was, you know, much, uh, the problems weren't, uh, the problems were, were much different than they are today. So that'll be a fun piece. That is great. And kudos to you and the staff over there at uh, News 8 now for doing that, because now is the right time to do that. 
even though we have to, we, you know, we don't have to wait till February to air that piece, but, but no, that, that's really cool. That is, that is very good. Very, very cool. All right. So let's go back to the, the coaching situation here with the Raiders. And I know that a lot of people think it's a foregone conclusion. It is Antonio Pierce. Let me ask you, Chris, why do you think that, that, that Pierce should be the guy? Well, we had talked about this before, and I'm not so sure that he should be the guy. I just think that he will be the guy. I mean, I guess if you had to look at – if you lined up guys and didn't know anything about the background history or or, or any of that stuff, I, I think that he would probably be a good candidate for coordinator somewhere. Right. We want to hire you as our coordinator. Hey, can you stay on uh, AP as the coordinator? Because we got uh, Brable or, or Harbaugh or just some – I mean, you know, Belichick. We got – we got somebody out there with a ton of experience that we'd certainly like to use your experience as a defensive mind to help. But so I, I think, you know, does he deserve it? I don't know if he deserves it. Uh, would he be decent at it? I think so. If it, would, would the Raiders be taking a little bit of a gamble? Mm-hmm. I think so. But would it pay off? Probably. I don't know. There's so many questions. But at this point in time, you, you know what? Let's, mm-hmm. let's see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, it's it just it's. I don't know. It's it's a very unique because a lot of times yeah. we do not have the marquee names or experienced head coaches that are available. And you've got a guy like Jim Harbaugh who is available. You've got a guy like Pete Carroll who you know now we're trying to we're finding out that he's probably available. You know when this all happened a week or so ago, it was like, hmm, okay, what's that all about? Is it an age thing? Is he burned out? Then he comes out and says, no, 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 they've offered me an advisory role. I don't know what that means right now, but we'll figure it out when we get there. But he goes, no, I, st- I still got the the fire to do it. I want to. So we're thinking like, okay, you no, know, if the right job came open for Pete Carroll, but if these guys are viable, uh, they're open candidates, and we know that Harbaugh is because Harbaugh's already interviewed with the Chargers. And the Falcons in the last couple of days, that means that there has to be a conversation between Mark Davis and Jim Harbaugh. And that would say to me, well, we may not have a decision right away because if Harbaugh's a legitimate candidate, you have to choose him over Antonio Pierce just from the experience standpoint. You, you yeah, have you would to. If, right. You would, you would have to. If a, if a name like that pops up, you have to go with the experienced guy who's been there, done that. Um, and, you know, and despite what some of the players say, and you know, what are the 26, 27, 28-year-old, 30-year-old guys that, you know, they're, they're speaking with emotion. I mean, I'm sure if, they're, if, if they ran a business, let's say this. Let's, let's take Max Crosby, for example, just because recently he said, hey, if, uh, if, if he's not hired, if Pierce isn't hired, I may look, you know, I may open up all the doors or the possibilities, whatever. But let's say Max was the owner of a business outside of football wouldn't he want to run that business the most experienced person in that field let's just say it's making chocolate wouldn't he want to bring a guy in that has been making chocolate forever he's a willy wonka type guy that can do it and and everybody loves it as opposed to a guy who may be able to do it and may have the uh the locker room and 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 loves chocolate and loves what it's all about but you'd have to think that guy that has the experience wouldn't you 
No doubt, but I just can't get my mind off of the chocolate. That's a great reference because, you know, chocolate is one of those things, Chris. I, yeah, I'm going to divert, no question about it, and that's what I do here. Are you kidding me? Because that chocolate is a it's an acquired taste, and you can't just have any chocolate, my friend, okay? Because that chocolate has got to be it's got to be pure. It's got to be right. It's got to be made with conviction because there's – Exactly. Right? There's as like a dozen – right. uh, As we know from the Wonka movie. Exactly, my friend. You, All right. Exactly, because there are some chocolates, Chris, that I'll take one bite of and I'll spit out immediately. And there are other chocolates I won't even attempt because I've got my favorite chocolates, which brings me to the perfect segue. What is Chris Matthews' favorite chocolate? <laughs> that's a good one. I might go, what's that one that's uh, that Swiss chocolate? I'm going to go the Swiss one that's uh, kind of in the in the triangle-shaped uh, little box. Toblerone? That's the one. Right wow. Go well, look one. at this. I mean, no, he didn't go Garden Variety Hershey's or Nestle's Crunch. <laughs> this guy just went bougie on us. You went beyond bougie. <laughs> this is the guy that's probably wearing the $1,000 suits on, on his 8 News Now broadcast. <laughs> no, I got the Hershey suit. I'm eating the chocolate. <laughs> Hey, I don't mind Hershey's. Hershey's are pretty good, man. I'm telling you. You know what about C's? I mean, C's candies, tremendous. They got a good chocolate. Yeah, C's are good. Mrs. Maxwell, or is it Mrs. Maxwell or Maxwell's chocolate? I don't know. I don't know who Mrs. Maxwell. I don't know who you're seeing over there on this. <laughs> Mrs. Maxwell. We'll, we'll get you some of that chocolate. Right, Maxwell's chocolate. You know what? We have just opened up. Uh, next time we have a a blind taste testing chocolate, Chris Matthews is our guy. Is it? We gotta do that. We That'd gotta, be fun. We gotta do that. All, be, all because how'd this thing start? Well, he's uh, you know, talking about Max Crosby opening a chocolate <laughs> business when you're picking up the coach. I love it. <laughs> Give me a couple more bells. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Oh my goodness gracious! There we go. That's what we like to hear. But the, back to Pierce, though. And again, this not like that. I'm anti Pierce, but I'm like you. This is a huge decision. This is an experiment, and you cannot. And you hit the nail on the head, Chris. You can't go by just emotion, all right? Because there are a lot of guys. There are a lot of guys that are older than Antonio Pierce that can have that locker room and can galvanize a team and get them together. Heck, I mean, you know, Bill Belichick is an older guy, and I'm not saying, okay, maybe he works here or whatever, but the bottom line is when Bill Belichick walks into your locker room or Jim Harbaugh, you got the attention of the players. There's no question. So it doesn't have to be a guy just who is – a former player who just got out of the game within five or six, seven years ago, like Antonio Pierce, it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, automatically. I still need to see Antonio Pierce, you know, be a leader on the sideline and be an effective play caller. I need to see that. Not like, oh, after the game, and we've heard it many times, yeah, that was my mistake, whatever. I mean, he went through timeouts like no one I've ever seen, especially in the first half of games. And a lot of it was because, okay, yeah, you had a new offensive coordinator, an interim guy, you know, same thing with the defense, and they were trying to figure things out. So maybe he could be better at it, but the bottom line is all I'm saying is, I want an experienced guy. I want a guy who's been in these trenches as a head coach, has either won Super Bowls, won playoff games, been there, no more experiments. And I'm sorry, Antonio Pierce would still be an experiment. 
Yeah, no, it no, de- definitely it would be. I mean, for sure it would be from a linebackers coach to yeah. head coach. And now you're making all the decisions, yeah. getting the uh, the people together, putting the, the best eleven out there. And, and nine and, games and not, and not is a, not enough. Nine nine games in a in a throwaway season, basically, you know, is 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 not enough to 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 judge that by. And yeah, that's why I was laughing. People are going, well, let's see if he wins the last game, does that mean okay, he's got the job? No, it, it doesn't. Mean. Let's see who else is out there. And let's, we, we, we got to analyze. Like you hit the nail. That's a perfect analogy. You know, you're running a major corporation. You want the best person for the job experience wise, connectivity. I mean, all of it. Now he's got the connectivity. We, we got that. But can you win football games? Can you win, you know, at least, uh, you know, 11, 12 football games to get this team in the playoffs next season? That's what, what uh, it should be based on. Right, yeah. Can you get that chocolate bar overseas into Europe where right. it's tough because they got all the European chocolate over there? You're going to be able to break that oh, mold, that market, and get your your stuff in there. Yeah, it, it, uh, yeah. I mean, you can equate to business, and that's uh, that's that's how you have to kind of look at it. But I still, I don't know. I just have a feeling that the next couple of days it'll be Pierce and Kelly. All right, and then uh, you know, as far as Champ Kelly, you know, goes, uh, there are some other qualified candidates here. And, and here's the thing too, and I don't know if you've thought about this or talked about it, but it does hit me here. That remember that Champ Kelly and Antonio Pierce, they were, you know, they're not Mark Davis's choices. Okay. These were the last regime's choices. All right. Champ Kelly was hired by Dave Ziegler, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and we got to remember that Josh McDaniels hired Antonio Pierce. So, you know, if you want to, you know, you couldn't get rid of everybody. But you said, okay, Antonio Pierce makes the most sense. We got to hire an interim coach here to, you know, within, you know, a day or two. So, uh, you got to elevate somebody. So Pierce made the right sense. I just think that a lot of times people get so, you know, quick to judge. Well, he did this and this and that. Well, wait a minute. This guy wasn't even in the picture, you know, going back, uh, you know, two years ago. And let me ask you this. When you go back, uh, just a year ago, well, actually, uh, well, um, Basaccia. Uh, uh, yeah. Everybody loved that guy. Remember the locker? We love him. He's I the know. best. He's great. We love the guy. Oh, he took us to the play. Okay, so he even took you to the postseason. And and Mark Davis went out looking. So I, I guess I guess there's some merit in what Mark Davis does in terms of he's not locked into a guy regardless of uh, what the locker room says and what the uh, star players are saying. But the flip side, though, and we've heard this narrative a lot, you know, I hopefully that doesn't weigh too much with Mark's decision saying, well, I got a lot of grief for that. Maybe I should have went with Rich and I didn't do it last time. So therefore, yeah, this will make up for that. And we'll get it right. I mean, it's not necessarily, you know, how it works, how it should work, you know, but uh, you just, you just but don't let me know. ask you this. Mm-hmm. Does it seem like, let's just say you went out and got, obviously, if you went out and got a hard bot, changes everything. But let's just say you also entertained and you hired um, Pete Carroll. So Carroll comes in there. Obviously, the players love him. He's an enthusiastic guy. You've never heard a bad thing about him up in Seattle. They just like, except for maybe Russell Wilson. But this like it seems like they really respect him, like him, good locker room, whatever. He's in, runs up and down the field, loves yep. his players. Um, would 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 you give him a longer lead? Let's just say if he came in here next year and won eight games. If if uh, Pierce came in here and won eight nine games the next year. You say Pete Carroll wins now 10, 12. Now they're in the postseason. What if uh, Antonio Pierce won 10 games? It, 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 I mean, can you can you see that or no? Yeah, I can see it. Well, first of all, Pete Carroll, I think, would be fantastic. And again, this is on Pete if Pete says, yes, I'm I'm ready to tackle this and do this. 
And I, and I think Pete would say, okay. I mean, if he has the energy to do it, sure. He can go out in Seattle swan song or whatever, but if he feels like, okay, I'm not going to be able to win here, but the Raiders have the pieces of the puzzle where I want to give this thing a shot. Then I think he goes all in. All right. I, 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 you know, I think, yeah, you have to entertain that, but I think it's, it's on the coaches. I think, first of all, as you know, you need two to tango first with Jim Harbaugh. Does he view this Raiders job as an attractive one? We know he likes Mark Davis. He likes the franchise. He loves the aspect of, you know, it, 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 it's Vegas. But when you look at the piece of the puzzle, does Jim Harbaugh want to coach Aiden O'Connell? Absolutely not. He saw Aiden O'Connell, you know, at, at, uh, at Michigan for four years and he ate him up. He ate up Aiden O'Connell when he was at Purdue. So he's good. He can't, yeah, you, he cannot be excited about that, right? Justin no, Herbert, get, he's excited he about. Yeah. You know, Herbert, right? you can be excited about. You got the Raiders, they definitely will make it. A decision on the quarterback, and it can't be Aiden yeah. O'Connell. Nothing yeah. against Aiden, but he's just inexperienced and, right. and and doesn't have what it takes to be a number one guy in the league right now. But right. That, and that's not a knock on him at all. We all know that. Everybody knows that. Here, here's what I think, Chris, and I'll just say it. I think Antonio Pierce is the fallback candidate of the coach. The he should be the coach only if you do not have a Jim Harbaugh or a Pete Carroll. Um, heck, you know Mike Vrabel. I mean, he's out there. He's worth an interview, isn't he? I mean, he's a winner. He's a defensive guy. He's a former player as well, too. Okay. And I think, you know, that's, he's got more experience than Antonio Pierce. So I think you, you got to entertain that. And if Bill Belichick was interested, you at least have to listen, but it, it takes two to tango. And I think that those guys have to show an interest in the Raiders. And if they're interested, and then Mark Davis has got to say, "Oh man, here, here are the here are the keys to the car because that's what they need." And the players couldn't argue with that. I mean, you'd be disappointed, I guess, because you're a you know you're a 27 year old and you'd kind of gotten to know this guy and he came in, you smoked cigars with him, and and he had the rah rah for a, for four games. But at the at, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. When you need something to happen now, you go out and get a guy who has all the experience. Right. And remember, there are certain players that, you know, uh, hey, they're making a lot of money. They're under contract. They're saying these things. But the bottom line is they're going to show up and play. And there will be other players, free agents, or people you can acquire via trade that will want to play for these guys that we're talking about. Let's don't forget that. Now. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So... I don't know. I just, I just think that Antonio Pierce, it, it's a, it's a nice story, but he went five and four. There's still question marks whether he can coach. He was, you know, never a head coaching candidate. Was, wasn't it a, a candidate for a defensive coordinator position and we're going to throw him in. Okay. Now he's going to be the head coach of the Raiders because he went five and four. No, let's wait and see who else is out there. And again, if those other guys don't work out, then you've got your guy. That's the way I think you have to approach it. Yeah, and then what do you do? Give a five-year deal? Ooh, no, 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 no! You got to go three. You got. I don't think you, you got to go three. You can't give anybody five years in the NFL today. I don't think. Do you? I don't know. They gave Gruden ten. Yeah, well, there, well yeah, there you go. But that's there was a lot of history there. The guy had success. You know, he was like family, and again, he fooled a lot of people because he was on that television. You know, 
drawing up X's and O's, right? <laughs> See? I mean, it's like you, Chris. If you start drawing up some X's and O's and quit deferring to some of these players, I mean, they'll probably sign you for 10 years. <laughs> That's true. Give me a give me a pen and paper. Right. Exactly. That <laughs> telestrator. You know, and you, you know what you really should do, Chris? You should just move over to weather because then you got you got that the green screen, oh. the blue. You got all that. You could do the pointer thing and all that stuff. And we got the wind northwesterly coming out from the five to ten miles per hour. I mean, you're using more more tools there, Chris. And plus, you get more airtime. You realize the that'd pointer be, went out you know like what, years ago. That's phenomenal because I could actually have, you know, look, look at this storm coming off the Pacific, how it takes kind of like the post route here down into Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You, you've been a TV guy for uh, so long. I mean, you haven't thought about the weather? Never thought about the weather gig? <laughs> No, it's too much fun doing this, especially yep. now in Vegas. Exactly. How about that? The running rebels, they got a big another big win. Thank you very much, Ryan. I meant to go there. Thank you very much. How about that? Okay, last night we saw that travesty. We were at the game on Saturday to see that travesty. Oh. That was insane. But kudos to the Rebels for bouncing back and beating Boise State. And and you know the numbers. What twenty two in a row Boise State had over the Rebels or twenty two. Home. Uh, home win, home uh, winning streak that that whatever they're calling it now, the Taco Bell Arena, which isn't anymore. Now it's named after some other company, some chocolate company, I think. I don't know. And uh, and then, but no, they beat UNLV what eight of the last uh, eight eight times going into that. They had beaten them, yeah. They had beaten them eight in a row, and then they had that twenty two game home winning streak. Yeah. And uh, how about Rob Whaley in the first half? A career high in the first half of that game. He was phenomenal when you when you look at the. Hit, hit, you know, down low, banging hard, and ones, and getting rebound. This guy was really, really good last. Night. I think Kevin kind of has this team. This is kind of what you kind of hope to see back in the preseason, right? When they were losing to Southern or lost to St. Mary's. Now you're kind of seeing, well, these guys are actually pretty talented. Yeah, I agree. No, Rob Whaley had a great game. I was happy for him, and he had a great game against Utah State. This is a guy that's really you know, coming around uh, very nicely for uh, for UNLV. So uh, happy for him. Now it uh, doesn't get any easier. they got to go to Colorado State here for a game on Friday. But uh, I don't know about you, Chris, but I really like the way this team is playing. I love the fire and the emotion that they played with. And I really think that they, you know, we could have been talking about a three- or four-game win streak here if the refs don't screw that thing up last Saturday. Yeah, and you got this team with – the inside, outside, the Boone brothers are playing well. I was kind of hoping that they, they would shine. Now you're kind of seeing them. Um, you know, they got the outside shot. You got Luis hitting some shots now. I think that guy must be tough to guard and prepare for. Luis Rodriguez, yes. big guy, physical guy, yep. guard, can, and, he's, and he's quick. He can play defense. And then you got the point guard who's – how about that, the freshman? You got Dedon Thomas who is playing against a lot of fourth, fifth-year kind of senior guys. Guys that have been around him, he's he's basically an early guy. He'd be in high school right now, playing for Liberty High, and here he is playing for UNLV and and playing well, doing some great things. And I think they're excited about him. And and uh, I mean, you know, just everybody seems to be contributing right now. It's coming together. We'll see what happens at Colorado State on Friday, which is going to be interesting. And then uh, following the Friday game, they come home against Air Force. How about that on uh, the next, the following Tuesday? So a diff- right. totally different kind of team, but Air Force just took Colorado State into overtime. So this league is tough. You go back, you remember this, uh, 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 TC, back when, when the league, I think, got five invites into the NCAA tournament. That's what it feels like right. happening this year with this conference where you got a lot of talented teams. Well, And UNLV just jumped to uh, number 83 in the uh, – 
the most recent uh, net rankings. They use those now instead of the you know the the old way, and they use this net to kind of see and they'll fill out the March Madness bracket. So there's a lot of good teams in the Mountain West right now. Yeah, I agree with you, my friend. I agree. All right, well, great stuff. All right, what do we got on 8 News now, later? (laughs) We're going to talk about, we've got uh, Logan Reaver out there today. He was out at uh, Knights practice, and he's talking to this, the new, you know, the new dog that the uh, Knights have that they've rolled out as their new kind of mascot dog. So we're going to do a story on the dog. Everybody loves dog stories. I love dogs. I have two boxers myself, so we love the dog stories. So we're going to do that. we got the Lady Rebels winning again. Yes. How about UNLV? Love 25th it. nationally ranked. Um, big game. They, they they got the win this afternoon. I don't know why they played the afternoon, but they got the win over yeah. uh, San Diego State. We'll have some highlights there. And they're now 15 and 1 on the season. And then we're going to uh, talk a little bit about the uh, Raiders, but we're also going to close it out with some interesting ticket prices of the four remaining uh, teams, or mm. games, I should say. The four remaining games, the cheapest, the most expensive tickets left if you wanted to go see one of these four games. Chris, are you telling me that you interviewed a dog today? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> Logan got the got the dog today. Um, so we'll have that story. You'll like that uh, story. It'll uh, be a fun can, one. All right. And I, and I can watch that tonight, right? Tonight. Right now. You can wait, wait, not now. now. Oh, okay. Not now, right? Yeah, not now. Tonight. Tonight. Get it okay. right. <laughs> not now. Chris, thank you very much for playing along as a parting gift uh, on our show today. We'll give you a pound of chocolate. How's that? Chocolate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, hey, I one, felt like a game show today. This bell. is like hear the bell one more time. Yeah, this this is now, now, now we have our guest requesting the bell. Not like it's not a normal thing for her. Exactly. Unbelievable. <laughs> this, this was definitely game show material, Chris. Definitely. That's outstanding. And you know what? Well, you can it, you can catch this interview at the tcmartinshow.com website later with Chris Matthews from 8 News now. Now, I want it right now. It takes Numchuck a long time to put this show together up on the website. You know, he's he's a little slow there, you know? No. Okay. He's he's getting better. Maybe right after the show. How's that? Right after the show. Chris, I appreciate it. Take care, brother. Hey, we'll thanks, see guys. I pre- have a great uh, rest of the show. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you later. You got it. And as soon as we get the breaking news, okay, from you, uh, we'll, we'll have you back on because we know you'll be positioned right outside Raiders headquarters, ready to go. Remember, take a All right. take take some food with yeah, you, take a backpack with you, take a change of clothes with you because it could be a long night. You might be getting the call at twelve oh one a.m. Chris. Yeah, twelve oh one. Art Shell. Hey, we want you to be coach. Go back to sleep. <laughs> see you, brother. All right, thanks, man. We'll see you. You got it. There he is, Chris Matthews, 8 News Now. How do you like that? How do you like me now?